GitHub Copilot is a new AI coding assistant that Microsoft recently launched. However, it's surrounded in controversy. Today we'll dive into why. Welcome to Copec Explained Software, the podcast where we make computing intelligible. This week, we're doing a current events episode and we're discussing Copilot. Dave, what is Copilot? Well, last week we talked about GitHub. Copilot is a new product from GitHub that enables somebody who's a programmer to have some of their code be sort of written for them. Sounds nice. It sounds nice. It sounds like it's really going to save a lot of time. Here's the idea. You are writing some code. And you will then get a suggestion as you're writing how the next few lines maybe should look. Because what GitHub has gone and done, and GitHub is owned by Microsoft, so I'm just going to say Microsoft. Microsoft has gone and done is they've trained a machine learning algorithm on all of the public repositories on GitHub. And so it has learned about patterns, and there's a lot of common patterns in programming. You'll see the same kind of code, I'm sure, in thousands and thousands of repositories. And so by knowing these patterns and then being able to recognize when you're writing something similar to these existing patterns, it can then make suggestions that are a combination, hopefully, of what's in your code and what's in these previous repositories writing something kind of similar. So will it understand the program that's being written? Yeah, that's a common misconception. Absolutely not. So GitHub Copilot, although we call it an AI, something artificially intelligent, it doesn't really understand what it's writing. It doesn't have a concept of what the goals of the program are or what it needs to do to achieve those goals. It's just matching patterns. And we talked about the difference in the past between weak AI and strong AI, which I think is kind of relevant to this conversation. So I'll put a show notes link to our previous episode on artificial intelligence. But no, absolutely not. GitHub Copilot does not understand the code that it's writing. It's just matching patterns and figuring out how does the current code that you're working on look compared to all of the code that it's been trained on in these thousands and thousands, actually probably millions or billions of previous repositories that it's been trained on. So it's a statistical model. So why are programmers really excited about Copilot? Well, people are excited because it's going to save you time. So we already have what's called autocomplete. This is where you're starting to write some code and there's only certain set of possibilities that could come next. And your editor or your IDE, and I'll link to our previous episode on developer tools if people don't know what an editor or an IDE is, suggests to you, hey, maybe this is what you want to write next. But that autocomplete is not usually that intelligent. It might just be based on matching the first couple letters that you've typed or based on things that you've recently used. So it doesn't really match patterns in other people's code. It's just looking at what's going on right now, this second, that sort of kind of might match what you're trying to do. It's not doing the kind of sophisticated machine learning that Copilot does. And there are a couple other companies in this area None of them have made it like super big, but there's one called Tab9 that's kind of a startup that's been out for a few years and actually has a couple million users. So it's not a completely new idea, but Copilot is the big launch of this idea because it's backed by Microsoft and GitHub, who are really the most important names in developer tools. Will it work with any programming language? 
yes, it looks like it will work with any programming language. Now, I have to put a big caveat on the rest of our conversation. I have not been able to use Copilot yet. It's still in beta. I've signed up for the waitlist. I haven't gotten off the waitlist yet, but I have a pretty good idea of how it works. I've watched people's videos of it working. I've read commentary on it. So I have a decent understanding of it. And I think we're going to be able to dive into some of the controversies around it, even without having used it yet. Well, let's start with some of these controversies. There are some legal issues that folks are concerned about. Yeah, there's some very serious legal issues that people are concerned about. Software like other written works or source code, like a novel or like a newspaper article, is under copyright the second that you write it, at least in the United States. That's how the law works. And you can do certain things with that copyright, like release your source code under an open source license. And we talked about open source licenses in our previous episode on open source software, which I'll put a link to also in the show notes. Now, when you have an open source license, you are granting other people access to use your source code for other purposes than just what you wrote it for. So it is in a sense open, that's why they're called open source licenses. But that doesn't mean that people can just use it for anything or in any way. Usually those licenses have certain restrictions that come with them. In fact, almost every open source license has at least the restriction that says you have to give notice that you use this. So you have to basically give the original author credit. Here's the issue. Copilot goes and takes source code from other people's open source repositories that's under their copyright and their open source license and then feeds it into other programmers. Now, sometimes it transforms it quite a bit. That might even be the norm. Most of the time it might be transforming it. But already people have seen many examples of Copilot going and taking verbatim copies from other repositories and suggesting them. And so people could then just hit enter and suddenly they're getting 10 lines of code that's actually under somebody else's copyright. Now, is this legal? Most people listening to this are probably just thinking automatically, well, that violates copyright. And that is the knee-jerk reaction. There is a nuance here in that there's been previous case law about if suggestions like that are coming from a machine learning algorithm, that that might actually be fair use because the previous source code was used to train the machine learning algorithm and then it was just making a suggestion. It wasn't actually a human going and saying, I'm going to go copy this thing from this other person. However, that would make more sense to me if it was really a transformation of the original work. When it's just going in verbatim making a suggestion, I have an analogy for you. Okay, let's say that instead of this being source code, which gets a little into people's minds in a weird way because of open source licenses, let's say these were news articles. So let's say that people were going and the domain was a blog that was going to go post news articles and there was an ML algorithm that was trained on other news articles out there. And so most of the time, this ML algorithm was going and making suggestions that were unlike other articles that were out there or they were like them, but they were different. They were transformations. Okay, most of the time you might say, well, that's fine, right? But what if sometimes it was going and suggesting to you for your blog articles that were identical to articles from the Wall Street Journal? And you just didn't realize this, but it was just making this suggestion. I think most people would say if your blog was just showing up total duplicates of articles from the Wall Street Journal, the Wall Street Journal would be able to have a copyright lawsuit against you, right? Most people would call that copyright infringement. Mm -hmm. I don't see why that's really different for source code. So I do think Microsoft is going to have some issues here. Now, this is just one person's opinion. There's a lot of people who share that opinion, though. 
I'm not a lawyer. So, you know, I hate when people have to say that because I think we all are intelligent enough to understand most of these legal issues, but I am not a lawyer. So don't take my word here and then go sue Microsoft. But I think there are some serious issues here. And I think that personally, you know, I wouldn't like it. I have a lot of open source repositories. I have some that are pretty popular. And I'm sure that since Copilot was trained on all these public repositories, it was probably trained on mine too. And if somebody was then writing the same thing that I wrote, and they suddenly had a suggestion that had like, let's say 20 lines of source code that I wrote under my license, and then I didn't get any credit, I'd be pretty upset about that. And I really wouldn't like that. And there's a lot of people who feel the same way, and they're already seeing, even in this beta period, a lot of examples of Copilot doing this. You can see why there's so much controversy and why some people are so upset. Another concern is that this will actually lead to worse programs. Right. Another concern is that people are going to just start relying on Copilot too much. You're going to be a programmer, and instead of having to write everything out and think about it carefully, you're just going to be hitting enter as Copilot makes suggestions. You're going to be starting to write your program, and then you're going to just be using a lot of Copilot suggestions. Kind of like cruise control. Right. You're going to be on cruise control. And that's going to lead to errors because, again, Copilot doesn't understand your program. It just is matching patterns in other people's repositories. In the future, we very well might have AI that can write programs itself. We're not at that point yet. And so there's actually a real safety danger here that people are going to accidentally include bugs or security vulnerabilities that Copilot is suggesting because it wasn't trained on perfect code. It was trained on everyone's code. And so it's going to make actually bad suggestions sometimes. It's funny, even in one of GitHub's own examples on their homepage for Copilot, they had a bad example and everyone was tearing it apart. So we really see the danger here. We're going to have, we might have a generation of programs or programmers who are, like you said, on cruise control, not really thinking about all the security vulnerabilities and bugs that they're introducing that are actually coming from patterns in other people's code. This sounds like something that could particularly hinder the learning for new programmers. Absolutely. That, and that's another arm of this controversy, which is how is this going to affect how people learn to program? If I'm learning to program, I don't think you want an AI telling you what to write next. You want to actually have to think through what you need to write next so that you really train your muscle memory and your brain, actually, on how programs need to fit together without just somebody doing it for you. Right um, now, I think it could also be helpful for education, too, because it might get people further faster. And so they'll be able to see patterns that work. But again, how will they know what's a good pattern and a bad pattern? We hope it's mostly going to suggest the good patterns. But when it does suggest a bad pattern, somebody who's learning for the first time is not going to be able to tell. So overall, are you excited for Copilot or more concerned for Copilot? Yeah, I might have sounded pretty negative, but I have to say in general... I think like with any new technology, there's no going back. We're definitely going to have this coming around. And I think there's actually a lot of positives. And I want to emphasize those too, because I've been so negative. I mean, this is going to make programmers more productive. Some people are scared that this could replace programmers. Not yet. When, the, when we get to the point that something like Copilot actually understands what it's writing, maybe. And I think we're many years away from that. So I'm not worried about my job as a software developer. However, um, I think it really could make me more productive. I, I'm somebody who hopefully has enough experience having programmed for decades now at this point that I can tell a good pattern from a bad pattern and I'll be able to really inspect what I'm seeing and make sure it's really adding value and just saving me some typing and saving me looking up some stuff. And so if it's going to make me more productive, I'm actually in favor of it. 
but they need to work out these copyright and licensing issues. They need to find a way where when they see a match that's really good, they automatically look up what license was that from and give credit. Um, and that might actually get really messy. It might mean that we have tons of license notes within our source code that's generated with Copilot. But if that's what they need to do, that's what they need to do. So I don't think it's going anywhere, but I think it needs to be treated carefully. And I think that Microsoft has been a little bit cavalier in how it's been introduced. And there, there needs to be more time spent on refining the legal issues. And even if they're refined, making people feel good about the way that their source code is being used by Copilot. But I absolutely think it could improve productivity. I don't think it's going to put any programmers out of work. All right. Thanks for listening to us this week. Rebecca, how can people get in touch with us on Twitter? We're at Copec Explains, K-O-P-E-C-E-X-P-L-A-I-N-S. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye.